Maybe I'm crazy, but the Rams and Chargers have joined forces to make one giant uh, underachieving L.A. football team. <laughs> At least according to their new logo, the Rams' new logo. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Welcome to Maybe I'm Crazy. I'm Joy Taylor. We are going to have Darnell Smith from Speak for Yourself and SFY next on the podcast today in the Fox Sports family. Talk about all the big headlines of the day. We're going to talk about Brady, LeBron, Clippers, Kawhi. We're going to talk about uh, the Bucks and Giannis, MVP race, Dak Prescott should be paid, Pat Beverly doesn't think it's hard to guard LeBron. It's a lot going on today, but let's get started with Darnell. All right, very excited. We have Darnell Smith from Speak for Yourself Ooh. in the building. Thank you so much for for joining us on the on the podcast. Of course, thanks for inviting. I've been trying to get on here for about two years. I feel like now. What do you mean <laughs> trying to get on for two years? I've been, trying, I've been wanting to get on for about okay, two years. Wanting, wanting uh, okay, trying because like this is not news news to me. Right. Um, we had Uncle Jimmy on after the Super Bowl. I saw that. We, we had to do because he's you know he's Casey, um, Casey K. Right. Yeah. So we're happy to have you on. For those of you who don't know Darnell, he is from Indianapolis, mm-hmm. Indiana, which I've never—I don't think I've ever been. Never been to Indianapolis? I don't think so. You gotta—you gotta put that on your list. No, so I hear different things about Indy because you would think Indy is not really cracking like that, but they do have the draft there every year, and always, everybody always says nice things about the draft. It's no, it, it's. I fun. mean, not the draft. Sorry, the combine. The combine, yeah, the combine. It's fun. I mean, it's fun to me. I mean, obviously, in comparison to L.A. Sure, you might think it's kind of boring. Right. But in terms of, like, having events, we do a good job of hosting events. We had the Super Bowl there, like, in 2000, I think, what, seven? I, I have to look, look back at the year. And it was it was dope. I mean, cause we have so many bars and clubs. Okay, so you do have, like, other. stuff to do. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's not. Come on, Joy. I mean, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm from Pittsburgh, and people say the same thing about Pittsburgh. But I'm like, I don't know if a Super Bowl would be, a, I don't know if Pittsburgh would be a good spot for a Super Bowl. We got stuff. We got amazing food. that You see how my stomach's over here looking right now. So we got good food. Everything's in close proximity. So what, what kind of food is Indianapolis known for? <sighs> I like. Like barbecue? I feel like we're not known for one particular food. We just but got, got every good. Burgers like, is like, dope. It's wings like is dope. Potatoes, ta- like yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like you're gonna eat and you're gonna relax and you're gonna gain weight. But it's. Hey, I mean, it sounds like life. Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> so, and then you went to Ball State. Chirp, chirp. Which I have been. Where also my former partner Brandon Newman went. You played with Brandon one year, so he was in his fifth year. He just transferred Notre Dame, from yep. Notre Dame. And yeah, Brandon claims both. You know, it's it's his thing. He picks and chooses. Yeah, <laughs> whenever it's convenient. <laughs> right. Um, but it was fine. I do have the Steelers and the Dolphins, so I'm not judging. But so you you and you were a freshman. True freshman. Yeah. D tackle. Was he a good? Was he a good uh, <laughs> mentor? <laughs> he, I guess because he's a better. He's a vet. Yeah. At that so, point. So so when I first so when we first met, I was like that annoying freshman, right? So like I'm coming out of high school. You were still wearing your lanyard. Still wearing my yes, literally wearing my lanyard, walking around, not knowing any better. And he's like, "Look, this is my last guaranteed year to play, so I'm trying to get to it. I'm just out here, just excited to be here." Right. So we had nothing serious, but we had like our little. Uh, you know, seniors versus freshmen, a little trolling going around, uh, going along. But so he hates you to some degree. To some degree, like I would say, it was small stuff though. Like like this in my shoes I had on. Like I'm gonna tell you a story real quick. I'm gonna tell you a story. So I didn't know any better, right? So I'm not I'm not a sneakerhead. I know you're a sneakerhead. You have like all the Jordans in the world. Boom, right there, clean. But still, so I went ahead, went to the mall, picked up some Team Jordans. Team Jordan's, I know you made that face, Joy. You, you made that face. I didn't know any better. They looked clean. They were nice, I thought. So I come in the locker room. I got my butt back on. I'm feeling, I'm feeling myself. <laughs> I'm thinking like, yeah, they're they, they going to see the shoes. They're going to fit. And Brandon sees them. And literally, first thought, he was like, I see you got the new shoes, Darnell. I'm like, yep. And in the back of his head, he's, he's smiling the whole time, knowing that this this is not this is not the look, Darnell. But I'm thinking I'm fresh and I'm clean. And the whole like D line was kind of like in a fun way. I right. was just so joking they, they and picking on me. You. Yeah, they roasted me. They roasted me for sure. So he always picks on me with that. But uh, it, it was a good time. Brandon's a character. Yes. Well, know. yeah, we know. And he's <laughs> we're we're very happy for him. He's at Barstool now, obviously, yes. and he's got a brand new baby boy, Carter. So he's going through it right now. I wanted to give him a couple days. I texted him like. When he was in the hospital, and then after the baby, and then I was like, okay, maybe let me just, just, let me just like, <laughs> give you a couple days. Yeah. It's a lot. A newborn is a lot. But I um, imagine. And he is, he's a 
You see this hands and feet? That's the D lineman in yeah. the making right there. Yeah, you got an athlete in the making. A, that's an athlete for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so you are on Speak for Yourself. Yes. What was your question of the day today? Uh, it was uh, LeBron's age. So Marcellus uh, yesterday went on a whole big rant about LeBron's age shouldn't, shouldn't be a factor in the should in, not should not be a okay. factor in the MVP race between him and Giannis. So I just want to ask the rest of the rest of the guys: Do they agree with that? Um, in, in my opinion, it shouldn't. But it definitely is. I mean, it's hard not to see this guy who's 35 years old playing at this level. And we've never seen it before. So just in your subconsciously, even if you say it's not a factor, it's a factor. No, I'm, I think I'm 100% with you. Yeah. I don't think it should be a factor. Like, how he's playing is just how great he is. Right. But we're humans. Like, we can't separate things that we already know. Like, right. it's it's just it's just how we are. We might be might, may say, like, oh, we're not biased, but we are. We know right. how great it is that he's playing at this level at this age. But I think he's the MVP. I think, obviously, Giannis had an incredible year. (laughs) But here's the thing with MVP. Every year, the narrative changes. What the MVP is changes. The criteria for winning the MVP changes. Sometimes it's analytics. Sometimes it's the best team, best player on the best team. Sometimes it's the best story. Sometimes it's, oh, this person's going on a historic run with Russell Westbrook. And all deserved, but you can make an argument either way for for all of them over the past couple years. So, to me, he's not only – on the best team in the West, which we used to hold against them when he was in the East. Right. So Giannis got the best, best record in the East. That mattered when LeBron was there. So now all of a sudden it doesn't. And he's playing incredible. And they have the better story. And they just played each other Friday, uh, this past Friday. I was at the game. and How that, was it? It was an amazing game. Amazing atmosphere. It was loud. Uh, went out to the wire. But watching that fourth quarter, and I love Giannis. But he struggles to score in a half court. When you put that, you got those trees in there, AD, JaVale McGee. I mean, the Lakers are huge. And you, you get in that half-court situation, Giannis is just limited offensively. And like I said, it might be short-term or, or, or recency, you know, uh, Bias, memory or yeah. biases, whatever. But at the end of the day, like, watching that, it's like, man, it's hard for me to pick you over LeBron, who's over here making plays, getting to the basket, doing whatever he wants against the Bucks. Yeah, that's how it feels like LeBron is playing right now. He's doing whatever he wants. Yeah. It kind of started, I feel like, when uh, with the, the Zion game. I yeah. feel like since the Zion game, it's been this, like, constant, okay, LeBron is just doing it on another level. He's back to looking like like LeBron. Like, he didn't look like this last year. The right. Lakers didn't look like this last year. I think he's the MVP. Um, I'm with you. Okay, so the other big conversation that's going on right now, aside from LeBron being MVP, is Tom Brady. Yep. We're on Tom Brady watch. What? <laughs> do, where do you think he – Where do? You, what do you think he does? And then – okay, where, what do you think he does, first of all? I think he definitely leaves New England because, I, I in, in my opinion, if they if he's going to stay, a deal would have been done. This guy's been your guy for you know twenty years basically, right. and it's like at this point, something would have been done. Why he's going to land? Either the L.A. Chargers or the Las Vegas Raiders. What would you prefer? I would prefer personally. The Chargers. I think it just makes more sense for him. You know, the Raiders is still kind of shaky there. The Chargers have a, a good system to play. I mean, they just re-signed uh, Eckler in the backfield. You got you got Mike Williams, you know, a, a receiver. You got a solid defense with both Joey Bosa over there, Ingram. Uh, I mean, they have a core a core team in the same place to where you get a quarterback who can just make make the plays, and they might make a deep playoff run. So I think the Chargers make, make the most sense. I think the Chargers make the most sense. I think the Raiders are the most fun. Mm. So there's been a lot of – first of all, I think San Francisco is completely off the table. I get everyone is freaking out about Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, he's not the guy. Like uh, went to the Super Bowl. Shut up. He missed one major throw. Now we're over here. Yeah, I mean, listen, it was a big throw, but – but there's still, no, there's no guarantee Tom Brady's even standing to make that throw. Thank you. Like it's everybody just calm down. They do the same thing with Jared Goff. Like just relax. All right, one or two <laughs> plays, and I get it. Like that's the difference between champions and not. But it doesn't mean their entire season was a wash. You still have to get there, right? Like, just <laughs> calm down. This is freaking out. That's such a mistake. That Bill Belichick is praying that the Niners do that yes. every day. He gets in front of his uh, Emperor, Emperor yeah. Palpatine shrine, or whatever he's got going on in his house, lights his sage. And then he just, like, <laughs> prays that that happens. It's not going to happen. So just forget it. Like, and, and it's a mistake anyway. Jimmy Garoppolo is not bad. All right? Just relax. A year ago, you couldn't stop telling me how Jimmy Garoppolo was the next Tom Brady. Now, all of a sudden, you actually want Tom Brady. Sorry. I never, see, I never see someone go to the Super Bowl and get punished for it. Come on now. Yeah, it's what happened to Goff. 
makes no that sense. No, listen, golf was terrible in the Super Bowl. Like the Rams were awful. Right, I right, get right. it. It was that was the most boring Super Bowl of all time. But he's not a bad quarterback because they lost the Super Bowl. He still had to get to the Super Bowl. Thanks. Anyway, point is, I love the NWO heel turn. Tom Brady idea. Yeah. First of all, I have this theory that there's two Tom Brady's. There's actual Tom Brady, and then there's Pod Tom. Mm. Okay. So, uh, have, have you ever watched Bla- uh, Black Mirror? Yes. Yes. You know the episode where she like orders the Pod person that she like injects the uh, like computer brain at like her fiance yeah, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I I believe that software exists, and they've created a Pod Tom. All right. <laughs> so Giselle has like this Pod Tom. You, you've seen him at like the Met Gala. He's very bronze. Yeah. He just kind of smiles with like a Got just a like. <laughs> <laughs> Robotic kind of yes, that's Pod Tom. Because real, real Tom is not time for the Met Gala. Anyway, the point is, Pod Tom will not be going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Real Tom's going to the Las Vegas Raiders, Mm. and I I love the idea of him going there. It's it's like a a rebel brand. It's Vegas. It's it's going to be so controversial. Everyone's going to question it. You got Gruden. And they have some offensive weapons. They do. They do. Now they're defense, but like they have some they have some offensive weapons. But the thing about it is, which is I don't I can't get to the bottom of in my brain, is Tom Brady is a champion and he wants to win a Super Bowl. Right. And if he leaves New England, which we kind of all feel is probably the best place for him to to be if he really wants to get back to a Super Bowl, if he's gonna go to the Chargers or the Raiders, like gotta go against Mahomes. That's true, but if you're if you're the goat, you can't be scared of Mahomes. No, you can't be scared of him, but like, I mean, I don't know that. Like, it's still Mahomes. I like, feel you. you stupid. He's like, I'm Brady though. Yeah. I got six no, of them I things. I feel you, but you ain't you ain't you ain't that thing. Like, <laughs> we gotta be serious right now. Like, you gotta be strategic. So both those teams being in that division is That's just kind of weird, you know. But I don't know. I don't honestly. I'm just enjoying it. I don't think. I That's don't think fine. he knows what he wants to do yet. Like I think the what Charlie Weiss said the other day about you know nobody knows. I think I think he's right because I don't think that Brady knows what he wants to do yet. He doesn't know. But I'm with you. I think all this talk has just gotten to the point where it's like, why would he stay if he's going to go through? Yeah, all this? I think like I'd be shocked if he stayed. At Me this too. Point, you know, I mean, I'll be shocked. And I'll be low key disappointed. Really? Uh, yeah. Because, I'm a I'm a Coast fan, so I'm glad get him out of there. He's been in my way forever. Yeah, I'm a Dolphins fan. Like, yeah, I, so, yeah. And Steelers. I'm like, bye. <laughs> Get him out of there. But, but I, still, I just, I, I want to see something. If we have to go, if we're dealing with all this, like, right. I want, I want to see. I'm, I'm intrigued. If he stays with the Patriots, it's like, all right, mm. waste of time. <laughs> right, y'all not winning another Super Bowl, not with this this squad. Like right. that was a conversation all year. What about Dak? Woo, Dak is trying to get that money, and I'm I'm right there with him. He he should he should get every dollar he can possibly I get find right now. We on. <laughs> oh man, well listen, so for, it's two sides to it. So from a player perspective, yes, get all the money you can. Just there's something that I that I heard from I think Marcellus taught me. When you leave the game, you leave with two things, money and memories. He has memories, you need to get that money. Yep. But from a from the Cowboys perspective, from Jerry Jones perspective, is Dak Prescott his skill set, is it worth being the highest paid quarterback in the league? Okay, but here's the thing about the highest paid to me. You're not going to be the highest paid for long. You're, you're going to be the highest paid until That's Patrick true. Mahomes gets paid and then whoever the next guy up is that gets paid. And I understand, like, there's this notion that he's not good enough and it's going to be a bad contract and the Cowboys are going to be tied up with all this money. Right. But my thing, if I'm Dak, is, like, one, I've done the winning – Okay, because if you're comparing it to Goff, like Goff went to a Super Bowl, but everyone feels like this is a bad contract. Right. So, all right, so is it a bad contract? Or are you trying to get the Super Bowl or what? <laughs> um, Carson Wentz is injured all the time. I don't care about how skilled he is. You have to be out there to actually be skilled. Right. So, <laughs> like, it's cool, it's cute, but, like, we, there's some injury conversations there to be had. So whatever you're looking at the comps of that of those deals are, like, there's wiggle room with all that. Like, you can make exceptions for any of these guys. He's done the winning enough that you can be on, the, on that same level, right? right? And they're in his class. You had me on a fourth-round rookie contract every year I've been playing, and y'all have not put together a Super Bowl squad. So have you been winning in spite of me? Because I feel like y'all have been winning a little bit because of me. There's an argument there that they put together a Super Bowl squad, though. You got – Arguably the best O line in the league. So then you got Ezekiel so behind you. You didn't win because of him. So if that's the case, then you shouldn't want him at all. But because you had the money, he wasn't making nothing. What's the option though? If they, I feel like the Cowboys are stuck. I feel like they're stuck too. So but I'm saying you could be stuck with worse. Like, listen, here's the thing. All right, look, look, I love watching Cowboys games. They're thrilling. Okay, Jerry Jones, wonderful, great content. All right, we love content. Yeah, love it. 
<laughs> the Cowboys are not a Super Bowl f- organization. Okay, they're just not. Yeah, I understand they've won Super Bowls, but we're not really talking about the Cowboys as a Super Bowl contender. I know I did last year because I was, you know, the, listen, company guy. Right? <laughs> we need the Cowboys in the Super right. Bowl. All right, but it's but let's be serious. Cowboys making to the Super Bowl next year? Nah. Facts. I guess that's true. So you're saying? I'm saying I think Cowboys fans have this idea that they are just always like one piece away from the Super Bowl, but it's so much bigger than that. So now I like Mike, Mike McCarthy. I think that was a great move for them. I'd like to see Dak with Mike, and I know everyone's like very critical of Mike, but I think it was just a fallout, like a relationship, and he lost the PR war against Aaron Rodgers. Right. He's not a bad coach. He's a great coach. He won a Super Bowl. So There's not but, a lot of those floating around. So out what there. you're saying? Let me make sure I got this clear. Jerry Jones said, "No, hey." I'm going to be real. We're not going Super Bowl next year. So if, if that's the case, what? I might, I might as well go ahead and just and just, and just pay for worse or just let that go and get somebody that's I worse. Mean, what's your I, option? What's your other option? Who? Brady. <laughs> Is that possible? Is it possible the Cowboys could get Tom Brady? I mean, that's out, that's out that's there. That's out there. So that's out there. It's a possibility, possible. of course. I mean, that would break – Shake up the world. It will shake up the world. <laughs> but <laughs> none of us think that's actually happening. So let's say that's not on the table. I guess you're right. I guess you got to. I mean, there are some free agents out there, but the, anyone that you think is better than Dak, yeah, that's as young as Dak, that's as reliable physically as Dak, that knows the, the system, knows the building, that's proven that he can he can be the face of your franchise, that can say all the right things at the mic. Like, there's a lot of factors in here that you're paying for. That's true. It's just like I said, the Cowboys stuck. I mean, I get yeah, they, they have to pay him at this point. They have to pay him. I don't see what the, the other options chance. are. Like, all this sounds really cute, but like, what's your option? It's kind of the same with the with the Patriots. Like, all right. What are you gonna do if he, you're gonna bring in Andy Dalton? <laughs> that's, like that's a real conversation. You're gonna bring in Andy Dalton to be the the, the replacement for Tom Brady. is cocky though. He feels like, listen, I took a, a six rounder and got six rings. I could take Andy Dalton and get at least one. I don't believe it. I don't believe it, but he believes it. I want to see it. I low key want to <laughs> see it. I low key want to see Andy Dalton. Imagine, in imagine if he did it though. Like how I much mean, how much respect, more respect would you have for Belichick? Or would you lose I mean, some points no, for Brady? There's no coach greater in the history of planet Earth if he can get Andy Dalton to win a Super Bowl. Period. Period. That's ever lived in any sport. <laughs> so, and that's no diss to Andy Dalton, but come on. <laughs> would Brady still be the GOAT to you, though? Like, Because that would kind of water my um, thought down yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I would still think he's the GOAT, but I would, I would say I would give a, Belichick a little bit more credit exactly. for that dynasty if that's how it plays out. Right. So who do you think is going to – a Make it to the finals, Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals. Who's going to be in the NBA championship? I got the Lakers from the West, and I got the Celtics from the East. I got the yes, I got the. I don't. I don't trust again. I like Giannis. I feel so bad like, like talking you. about. I just I, I watched them too many times, and, and probably even last year's playoffs. I just feel like when they when they built when they put that wall up on defense in the playoffs, what is he going to do offensively to score? Am I, am I supposed to count on Chris Middleton to I'm be not, that guy nope. to be clutch? I can't. And the Celtics have looked they, they look pretty good this year. I mean they're flowing. Jason Taylor has been balling out of his mind. Um, and then as far as the West, listen, I'm a little biased. I am a Lakers fan. Um, we make I'm from Indianapolis, but I've always grew up a Lakers fan because I love Kobe. Um, so that's so make that clear. So I'm a little biased, but even watching them play against the Clippers this past Sunday. Um, they just look good. Like you said, LeBron's doing what he wants right now. We just picked up Beyond Waiters. I'm, I'm excited to see how that aspect comes off the bench. I mean, Celtics and Lakers. Uh, I'm with you on the <laughs> Celtics. I do not trust the Bucks. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I can't figure it. I know they win a lot of games, but it's some. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's I just, just something. I feel bad too. Giannis is a good guy. I know. He I don't works think he's hard. There. I don't think he's there next year. Warriors. That's what I'm hearing about. I mean, Warriors, the, he threw he threw the, the – there's a lot of things that could happen, okay? <laughs> the Heat would be in that conversation, too. They're of course you're going to say that. Bump Sam. <laughs> but, uh, no, actually, I think it, I think it's the Warriors. But, anyway, the point is I, I, I don't trust – I don't trust the Bucs. Not that I don't trust Giannis. I don't yeah. trust the Bucs as a whole. I agree with you on the Celtics. But I got to go with the Clippers. <sighs> Joy. And listen, I'm with you. I, I mean, I, I would not be surprised if it's the Lakers – Okay, but because just because of the way that they're playing, right. but I just think the Clippers are built for the postseason, and like I'm just like Kawhi is a different dude in the postseason. Hold on, though. so Kawhi or LeBron? Just answer that question real quick. You got to think about it, Joy. Just answer it. What, you, what does your gut say, Joy Taylor? If I knew your middle name, I'd say your full name right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Allison. Um, in what scenario? Like playoffs. for the regular season? Playoffs. I'm, okay, 
like playoffs, like seven game series. Seven game series, getting to the finals. Joy Allison Taylor. I don't. I think I'm going with Kawhi. I think I have to. I have to. I just can't ignore what happened last year. I can't. I know. And I think LeBron is the MVP, and he's playing in like such a high level. But like, I don't know. I don't know. Kawhi's Listen, is different. He's different, but let's let's keep it all the way 1,000, not even 100, 1,000. Do the Raptors win the finals last year if KD doesn't go down, if 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 Clay doesn't go down? Talk to me, Joy. No. No. So we give – listen, he got he got the ring. I give him a little – a few claps. But at the end of the day, I don't put a lot of weight on that. that. You could play that game with so many situations. Like, do the Cavs win – do the Cavs come back down 3-1 if LeBron doesn't complain and get Draymond Green suspended? I, I feel no, you. No. So, like, yes, there's 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 things that happen. The point is they won the championship, and they won it because of Kawhi. I like He put you. the whole country on his back <laughs> and won Canada a championship. At the end of the day, when it comes, when it comes to the playoffs, look, the Clippers are deeper on paper. I, I'll give them that. Right. But it comes to the playoffs, it's all about the stars. And I'm taking LeBron James and Anthony Davis over Kawhi Leonard in playoff P all day, any day. Last time we saw Paul George in the playoffs, Dame Litter's making a game winner in his yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. I don't know. Come on, hey, whatever. Joy. I just hope we get the series though. Oh, uh, yeah. That's all. First like of we all. need we need and deserve that. Western Conference Finals. But it's fun to be in L.A. and deal with Clippers and Lakers. I came here right on time. I love it. I love it. Because I'm obviously a Heat fan. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I live in L.A. now. So, I'm, you know, I'm going to show the teams a little love. Yeah. But... Oh man, like like it's it's so tense between Lakers and Clippers fans it now because Clippers are, Clippers fans are done being little bro. They they're finally like, like uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been in that weight you know room, man. They're <laughs> like you with uh, Brandon, like yeah. a little freshman, like exactly. You know, coming in, you're all spry, you know. Yeah, you got your lanyard. They got their lanyard on. Hey, uh, Brandon, <laughs> with your team Jays. Yeah, uh, oh, okay, I should have told you. <laughs> no, but it is though. It's fun though. It's been like a fun experience. It's like sometimes I'll get like I don't really like to talk and Ubers and stuff, but, mm. like, you know, somebody will say, say something and start talking, like, oh, we're into a Clippers fan or a Lakers fan. They're, like, yeah. they're so dismissive of Clippers fans. It's like, no, 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 no. We're not even on. <laughs> We're not even nobody talking nobody about takes that. that seriously, right? Like, Kawhi's not even good. Like, ah, okay. <laughs> now you're going to lose a little. <laughs> you're going like, a little too far. I you're feel like, you, like, finals MVP, just relax a little bit. Okay, so tell us a little bit about uh, SFY next. Yep. So who's on it? Where can people catch it? Do you want to get a little bit more of Darnell? Definitely, yeah. So uh, SFY Next is uh, kind of like a sublet of the Speak for Yourself sh uh, full brand. So what we typically do is it's me, uh, Shayna Calandro, and Nina uh, Davis, all part of the Speak for Yourself show. Um, huge shout out to y'all. <laughs> uh, so basically what we do is we take topics from the actual show, Speak for Yourself, and we give a millennial spin on it. Kind of give our takes, how we feel about about the take. Because you know, like I said, Speak for Yourself, we're locking those guys a little older, which is fine, a little older. <laughs> so their takes and views are a little different than, you know, us millennials. Right. So it's a, a chance for us to go out there, be ourselves, show my personality. You know, I'm loud. I like to be fun. Uh, you know, Nina's real competitive, got that basketball uh, background. And then Shay, she, she'll get right at you, too. So it's a, a fun way for us to kind of build our brand and just get more reps in doing this. Yeah, Nina and Shay are both awesome. Yes. And so they can check it out where? Yeah, so uh, SFY YouTube channel um, and all social media pages as well. Speak, uh, SFY Twitter uh, and then our Instagram page, SFY on FS1. And where can everyone follow you? You can follow me at Darnell underscore Smith 95 on Twitter or Instagram. Darnell underscore Smith 95. <laughs> I know it's it sounds long. Sounds like you're giving out a um, like a phone number on a. I gotta be specific. I'm a Smith, so I can't be. I can't say this Darnell or whatever. Like, yeah, I gotta be, put the number thing. No, on actually, it. a lot of a lot more people than I thought have my name, which was like kind of like when I went to get really? my name, I'm like definitely right. Like I, I had to like make up my own. That's why Joy Taylor talks. It was like I I was hmm. not into underscores at the time. Yeah. So I'm kind of yeah. off of it now, but I don't know what to do. I mean, it just it, every, a lot of people have underscores now. It's not as dramatic, I think, as it, like when you first signed up. I, I don't like, like it though, but I know. As long as you just want to have a name, yeah, I know. Just boom, I'm with you. I know. <laughs> um, but make sure you follow Darnell underscore Smith nine five. Check him out and speak for yourself yes. every day. And SFY next. Thank you so much for dropping by, coming on with us. We'll have you on again for sure. Thank you. Um, and good luck to your good luck to your Lakers. Appreciate it. Good I didn't ask you who's your NFL team. Colts. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Come on yeah, now. Yeah. Andrew Luck cut out on us. Oh, I know. Was that dramatic for you? Oh, my God. I was shocked.
Well, we were all sharp, but were you like legitimately heartbroken? I was sad for for a couple of days. I wasn't really <laughs> talking that much. I was <laughs> I was to myself. People were asking me, "What's wrong with you, darling?" I was just. Me alone. <laughs> I need a few minutes. <laughs> well, thanks for coming out. I appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Quit it. Quit it. Quit it. We about to turn up in this bitch. All right, Donnie, what am I winning or quitting today? Long live the king. <laughs> At 35 years old, LeBron James is showing zero signs of slowing down. After a weekend of beating the Bucks, the Clippers, and making Blue Ivy blush joy, LeBron James has solidified himself as the MVP. With it or quit it <laughs> with it i i felt like lebron had a huge groundswell before this weekend mm-hmm. it felt like this the, like these two games are really going to determine whether this lebron mvp conversation is legit or it's just people being you know c- kind caught of up in the moment caught, yeah caught in the moment of what lebron and the lakers are doing right now but big win over the bucks mm-hmm. lebron was tremendous and the clippers win although the clippers beat them twice already this season it kind of felt like this one sort of, in a weird way, evened them out. Like they're they're gonna play again, yeah, at the end of the season. But probably nobody's gonna be in that game. Like it's the last week of the season. I think it's the it's a back to back to back for the Lakers. I think so. That's the load management game. For yeah, sure. there's nobody's gonna be playing that game. Yeah, everyone's gonna have their spots locked up. It's no mm-hmm. one's gonna be in that game. So this yep. felt like the last game. Mm-hmm. And it delivered. It was a great game. Both of them were great games. But the Clippers won especially, more so than Giannis, who was who's everyone's talking about being the MVP. The Clippers one was like, okay, this is really the game, right? Because right. this is even though we're expecting to see Giannis in the finals, this is the Western Conference Finals. In a weird way, the Western Conference Finals feel bigger than the finals this yeah. year. Because yeah. we're expecting it to be Lakers and Clippers, which would be tremendous. If it's not that, wow, we're gonna be disappointed. So sad. <laughs> but but they lived, it, it lived up to the hype, and LeBron was incredible. And also, I think that the Giannis injury is going to play a role in this as well. Giannis missed the last two games. Yeah. He may miss Thursday night, too. We don't know. It was the best-case scenario for the Bucks. the type of injury, which is like a mild knee sprain, other than just there being nothing wrong. But overall, I just felt like LeBron showed that he actually deserves the MVP. Look, it's it's the regular season MVP. The narrative behind it changes every single year. One year, it's, oh, look at the improvement that this team had from last year to this year. Then the next year, that doesn't matter. It's all about statistics. And then the next year, it's about, oh, this guy set an all-time record and triple doubles and then it doesn't matter what the record for the team is and then the next year it's like well this is the number one team and the number one player nobody knows <laughs> we right? like storylines we have it up. right we have no <laughs> definition of what the mvp is yeah. and then we, every year we talk about how we have no definition of the mvp so that's just what the mvp has become which i'm fine with but this year not only is lebron playing the best like let's be serious Giannis is incredible and it's not to take away from the season that he's had he's had an mvp level season but LeBron is better than Giannis still. It's like go with your gut. He feels like the MVP. He feels like the MVP. Yes, you're right. He has the storylines. He has the team. He has the record. I understand that Giannis has the best record in in the league, but it's also the East, which you need to consider because we always considered that when LeBron was in the East. Keep the same energy. Yeah, keep that same energy. Mm -hmm. He just, he feels, you said it perfectly. He feels like the MVP. He is the MVP, and I think if Giannis ends up missing a couple more games, it's just going to continue with that momentum. I know some writers or voters are kind of dug in, like, no, it's just Giannis is not MVP. (laughs) I know you like LeBron, but I I think it's actually going to change. It's going to be more of a split vote. Obviously, you're not going to get a unanimous MVP this year, but I I think LeBron will end up winning, and I think he deserves it. All right, what's next? Do a quick Google search of Tom Brady. Uh, right next to the creepy headshots, you'll find news story after news story predicting his landing spots. But via text to Charlie Weiss, Brady John snowed the media with a you know nothing. Joy, not knowing is part of the fun of speculation. Wit it or quit it. Wit it. None Wit of us know anything. Oh, God, what a great episode that was. When she, oh, like, what a bar. Dropping bars. Bars. <laughs> she always had bars, too. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was a, there was a premature death. 
Yeah, we needed sure. more of Ig- of Ingrid. Like a couple, more and then they seasons. ended up getting married. Yeah, that's right. So that made that like I feel like sometimes when when stars in shows or movies end up getting married, it kind of <laughs> legitimizes like the movie or the roles that they had For even sure. more because yeah. like oh that was really authentic. Kind of makes you want to rewatch and see the love blossom yeah. on the camera. It's like yeah. that we're watching this relationship happen. It's like real. and then sometimes they have sex scenes and that makes it extra uh, weird. Man, yeah. Um. But anyway, <laughs> Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Um. He allegedly. I have no reason to doubt what Charlie Weiss is saying. Allegedly told him that nobody knows anything. So if Brady's not lying to him and he's not lying to us, which whatever, let's play that game. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. Then that means that nobody knows anything. And that's the actual point. Nobody knows anything because Tom Brady doesn't know anything. Yeah. He hasn't made a decision yet. So how can anybody know what he's doing if he doesn't know what he's doing? And I tend to believe that more than everything else that's going on because we always hear about this when it comes to these big free agency things. Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. LeBron James, uh, Kyrie Irving. Like Anytime anyone makes some big move, we never find out about it until it happens. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, Paul George. Like People don't know what what these deals are being made behind the scenes and sometimes they don't even make their decision until the very last second exactly so how could anybody know about it we know that that's what lebron did he didn't for for multiple decisions he mm-hmm. did not make it until the last hour so everybody was speculating i love when someone's like 50 percent chance he leaves <laughs> just like so he leaves or he stays great <laughs> like what are you talking? That's not a prediction. That's yeah. you're, you're saying everything we already know. Yeah. We already know he leaves or stays. Mm-hmm. 50% he leaves, 50% he stays. That literally means he's either staying or going, which we already know. Those like You're going to have to sway that percentage at least 1%. Yeah. All right? like, yeah. you, otherwise, you're just saying noise out of your face. The sky is blue, grass is green. Right. It means nothing. Blue. <laughs> blue, right? <laughs> it means nothing. He doesn't know what he's doing yet, which is totally fine. Now, he did, he did drop... And then he a little breadcrumb with this uh, 199 uh, production company yeah. thingamajig. <clears throat> That's interesting timing. That is true. You didn't have to announce that right now. Very true. Now, that could be some more leverage. There's a little more push mm-hmm. in the Patriots' direction. Like, just so you know, I do have this little thingy thing going on. Prospects and, out west. Yeah, the Chargers <laughs> happen to play in the city where a lot of those thingy things are going on. Mm-hmm. So... It's interesting timing with that. I love playing the free agency game. I yeah. love following the breadcrumbs. I love all the drama. I love the likes on Instagram, meaning this, and follow that person, unfollow, post this picture. It's all a thrill for me because you don't know what's happening, and neither do I. And if you're out here talking about 50%, save your breath because you're not telling me anything I don't know. I know he's either going to leave or stay. That's why we're having this conversation. Now, if you want to hit me with a 51, I'm Ooh, intrigued. That's more spicy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that means something. Like, yeah. I personally, I don't want to put a percentage on it, but I feel like more and more, I feel like he's leaving. Mainly because I don't see why you go through this level of drama and yeah. this, so, all these like speculations and allowing all this to go on if he was just going to stay. Like, to me, if I'm Tom Brady, after this kind of legacy and this kind of career, if I'm going to leave, I'm just going to say, like, okay, this is what I want from New England. If they're not willing to do that, I'm like, I'm going to be I'm going to be kind of public with what I'm interested in. Right. Or if I'm try- really trying to stay, I'm going to be public about that, too. Like, look, like, I think I've earned the right to demand this and this and just put like put be the Patriots on the it. clock. Yeah, yeah, because I think he kind of no, he doesn't owe anybody anything. I don't want to say owe. But that's just how I would handle it. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't do a NBA LeBron James style free agency, which is kind of what this has become. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and he can handle it however he wants to, Tom Brady, but that's why more and more I feel like he's leaving. Because otherwise, why put Patriots fans through all this? Just to come back home. That'd be yeah. so weird. Yeah. It, it feels weird. Yeah. So that's why I think he's leaving. Yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. Patrick Beverly is petty. So he was asked about guarding LeBron and uh, what it was like to go up against him defensively. And he said it was no challenge. And then he was asked again and he said, it's not hard at all. And then he was asked again and he said, no challenge. (laughs) So he's basically saying it's not very hard to guard LeBron James. Now we look, we know Patrick Beverly is a dog. We know how he is on defense. He's the heart and soul of the Clippers. And I love his energy. I love watching him play. And this is all... This is all good stuff. Like, this is all selling the fight leading up to the Western Conference Finals, Clippers versus Lakers. Do I really think he believes there's no challenge in guarding LeBron James? No, none of us do. But 
It sounds great. It's 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 only going to be banter that's going to provide so much content leading up to that that series, which again we'll just praying and hoping that we get. But I also think this lends to like the whole conversation about Clippers and Lakers in LA. Being here, there is a growing like tension and rivalry. That game on Sunday had playoff like game seven feel to it. Everyone's playing and LeBron's climbing on the floor after loose balls. It was amazing. And I I just, I can't wait to see both of these teams in the postseason. And hopefully, if they match up, it's just going to be a set. I mean, ideally, obviously, we want seven games in in all these series, but a seven game series of just the highest level competition, talking, petty. It's just going to be wonderful. Like, this is going to be on shirts. No challenge at all. I, I love all of it. I have no problem with him saying it. I don't believe it, but I, I love that he said it. And it's just, it's all the Clippers energy this year. Like, we ain't worried about the Lakers. We're, the, we're not the little brother anymore. It's just perfect. And, and Pat Beverly is just, he's awesome. He's so fun to watch. All right. High key, low key. What's going on? Uh, high key, the Cowboys offered Dak Prescott $33 million a year. Low key, just pay the man what he is worth. I can't. Uh, of all the things I can't wait to be over and done with, this Dak Prescott contract situation, yeah. I have officially become exhausted with it. It feels like it's been a year. Has it been a year? It's been, it, it, yeah, it's been a year. Years? It's yeah. been a year because they did not give him an extension. Yeah. So he's playing to, he's playing out his contract. Yep. And, yeah, unfortunately that did not work out for Jason Garrett. Mm-hmm. But And it's looking like this could get weird with Dak Prescott too. So they yeah. might franchise tag him. The deadline has been moved until Monday because of all this CBA nonsense, which is so inside football and just like gives me a headache. I don't know what's yeah. going on. Franchise tag, transition tag, it's like lawyer CBA. Talk. Like, just let me know what the rules are and let's move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, which I honestly think we're headed for a lockout. Which don't say it, please. No. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I don't, I don't, I think it's happening. Oh. I really do. Which will be just so devastating. Yeah, I actually I read something the other day that like if they do go for a lockout, that they'd bring in you know they'd bring in replacement players Ooh. like they did before. Yeah, and honestly, I low key <laughs> like I know it'll be so hard because I know we're not supposed to talk about lockout stuff right now, but it's, it's what we're doing. We're going yeah, off the rails today. Um, really sh- quickly. The idea that the NFL would have the audacity to do that, like the mm. owners think that, like, I'm not watching replacement players. <laughs> I do this for a living. Yeah. I'm just, we're not going to discuss, we're not going to really do that, right? It's bold, yeah. I mean, it's bold, but it's not going to work. Like, it's, I, I don't, I, it's just not. We're, we're crazy about football, but there's no way you're going to maintain casual fans. The XFL players are going to be exhausted by that time. Okay. They're going to need a break. So. I mean, yeah, it's going to be XFL players, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. But, like, there's not enough of the <laughs> XFL players, first of all. Yeah. So you're going to get past XFL players. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, listen, it's been great football, but past XFL players yeah, yeah, into, yeah. like, AAF players deep. into – Yeah, it's going to be wild, and it's just – if if they're strong enough, I do think that they can, they can win. I'm on your side, guys, but – Put some money away. We can do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is CBA talk. Dak Prescott just needs to get paid. I understand that people don't think he deserves a certain amount, and they're trying to negotiate if they're going to give him a less amount of guaranteed money that he takes less years. So if he takes the one 105 guaranteed, which, look, it sounds like a lot to us. I would love yeah. $105 million guaranteed. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Where do I sign up? What do I got to do? I don't think there's a whole lot on earth I wouldn't do for $105 million. Probably most of us, right? Yeah. But Dak has earned more than that. So if he's going to take less guaranteed money, then he needs more years. Like that's or less years so he can renegotiate again. Yeah. It's just, I just don't buy into the idea that Dak Prescott is not worth that. Like you are worth what the market dictates, and I and it's exhausting for everyone to continue saying that he's not worth it. Like, <laughs> what's the alternative? Yeah. Who is, who are you bringing in? What's the plan? What's the plan? You cannot afford to not have a franchise quarterback. Dak Prescott has had no problems, no issues running the Dallas Cowboys, the biggest brand in all of sports. No off-the-field situation, some minor uh, squirt gun situation with Zeke, with whatever. It's minor. Okay? Yeah. All things considering, he's been an incredible leader, Perfect an incredible representation of your franchise, and he's won. And if you're comparing this to, like, Jared Goff's contract – or Carson Wentz contract. I'm sorry, I don't know. Like Carson Wentz finished the season great last year. Like 
kudos, whatever. I don't know what Carson Wentz is. Like, Carson Wentz, oh, he almost won MVP. Yeah, but he didn't win MVP. Exactly. And he has been injured. Dak mm-hmm. Prescott hasn't. Mm-hmm. And availability is a skill. It's something you have to consider. It's why we all have questions about Tua. No. You can't get anything done if you're not on the field. It matters. So I understand you feel like Dak Prescott is limited, but can we get him a year with Mike McCarthy? Like, yeah. can we can we just pay him and calm down and and keep a stable franchise? And this conversation that like, oh, like, you know, he shouldn't consider, he shouldn't care about the fact that he hasn't been paid yet. Huh? Uh, like, because he, he made some, some endorsement deals? Everybody has endorsement deals. You yeah. don't have to be the Dallas Cowboys quarterback to get endorsement deals. Now, moving forward in the future, when he retires, he'll be able to make money because he's a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Right. We're not worried about that right now. We don't know what's going to happen. Dak Prescott absolutely deserves to use all the leverage that he has, and he deserves to get paid. And for that matter, Jared Goff's contract is not a bad contract. They went to the Super Bowl. Yes. Took them through the playoffs. Like he, they went to the Super Bowl. That's a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. Most, a lot of players never do that in their career. Mm-hmm. So he's absolutely Most. worth that money. It's not a bad contract. Freaking out. One bad year with the Rams. Now all of a sudden it was a complete waste of money to, to pay Jared Goff. Like, calm down. One bad, one one off year, Sean McVay is not the genius that we thought he was. Like it's just, I, I, it's it's overreaction Monday for a straight year, and I just, <laughs> I'm like ready for them to just pay him already. Um, okay, what's next? High key, Durant and Kyrie are right. Low key, Brooklyn will be a problem next year. Yeah, so they fired their head coach over the weekend. Did the Brooklyn Nets, Kenny Atkinson, and. There was a conversation apparently that happened within the team that they were unhappy with some of the lineup situations, namely DeAndre Jordan. And then Kevin Durant chimed in allegedly and said like they're not building a championship organization. They don't have a culture there that's a championship culture. And it is kind of strange because Brooklyn was a really fun team last year that we all felt pretty good about. And then this, these, the addition of Kyrie and KD really felt like, okay, like, Brooklyn was a was a decent culture, like fun team. Mm-hmm. Felt like they were building something. Add two of the biggest stars in the league. Like now, we really have a contender. Obviously, we know what happens with KD. He's not going to play this year. And then Kyrie gets injured. He's not finishing out the year. Yeah, they're not. They. I don't really feel like they underachieved because I didn't have any expectations for them this year anyway. Exactly. They don't have KD. So what am I really evaluating? Nothing. They just need to be a stable organization. Obviously, be in the playoffs, but they don't need to accomplish anything. They don't have Kevin Durant. Right. That's going to be a pretty big difference maker next year. He's a big piece. He's a p- solid, right? Yeah. And the idea that he's going to come back and not be Kevin Durant to me is just, it's just a little okay. Like he kept okay, think that. I don't I'm not going <laughs> to be I'm not that I'm pretty sure KD's going to come back exactly the way he was before. Yeah. And not, he's not he's not going to be wearing a new jersey. Right. He's not 45 <laughs> years old. He's yeah. going to be fine. But I'm okay with them moving off of the coach if the locker room is out on them. And I'm okay with the locker room being out on them because this is not just an average locker room. I know everyone calls Kyrie like coach killer and people are on KD because of the burner and, you know, he's just moving teams and whatever. They've both won championships. So I'm going to lean to what KD and Kyrie say. They've been in a locker room that's won a championship. They've seen what it takes to be excellence, the culture that it takes, the the community, the uh, chemistry, the leadership from the coach. It takes to win championships. So in a normal situation where it's just a random star and – this happens, maybe I could be like, okay, like let's not just fire the coach out of panic. Yeah. It's Kyrie and KD. They're champions. They may know a thing or two about winning. So while it, from the outside it might seem dysfunctional, if they're saying this ain't right, then it's not right. And Atkinson really felt like he lost the locker room too and kind of just wanted to get out of there before the end of the season. I'm cool with this move. Like Normally I'm like uh, firing the coach midseason, panicking. I don't like it. But if they're all out on him, they, they next year are going to have pressure on them. When they're both back healthy, this is going to be a team that we have expectations of in the East. They should win the East next year. Yeah. And sure. I think they will. There's, there's not going to be a team that we just ignore or, or, or not paying attention to. KD, Kyrie, back with the Nets, and they're going to get a coach. They're going to get a legit coach. I think they're going to get Ty Lue. That'd be dope. That'd be which awesome. will be dope, but that's a lot of pressure. So yeah. for them to say, like, this is not the way we need to be building things, I'm cool with it. Loser power rankings. Loser power rankings. These are the losers, the losers of the week. All right, what's some losers this week? The Rams' new leaked logo. Ugh. Fans are not liking it at all. So trash. I don't hate it as much as the internet's. Uh, especially if this is a, a secondary logo, which is kind of what I'm feeling. Okay, like so is. yeah, it's it's 
we had Charles Robinson on from Yahoo Sports on the herd today, and he was the one who validated that this was in fact authentic. Okay. But he also said that this is a this is a logo variation, so it's not the main new logo. Awesome. That's good. Also, fans freak out anytime <laughs> anyone changes a logo or a color or anything. They don't like change. People don't like change. And then eventually you get used to it and then you love it. I remember when the Dolphins logo changed, everyone freaked out. Yeah, they, they were freaking out. They took the helmet off of the dolphin. How's the dolphin going to play football without his helmet? It's not safe. People were freaking out. When they changed the Marlins logo, mm. oh my god. And the old Marlins logo was not good. Like, <laughs> like it was it was so old looking. And like now the throwbacks are dope, but like I'm yeah. not, that, no, the new logo is way better. So look, I don't feel that way about this logo. I, 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 yes, this is how yeah. I feel about it. Yeah, yes, it, it's not good. It looks like <laughs> a, um, it looks like a, a a logo that should be on a bus. Like this is the city bus logo, mm. and it looks like it's merged. Like the Chargers and and the Rams have merged teams. Like yeah. this is a lightning bolt horn. How do I don't know? Yeah. Look. I understand why people are freaking out. It's not a good logo. I can't wait to see the jerseys. That's So allegedly the jerseys are great. Yeah. And again, this is a secondary logo, so there's going to be other logos available, so you don't have to buy the lame logo. <laughs> that was mean. But uh, it's not mean. I mean it's you. People are allowed to have opinions about it. It's a logo. It's not a person. Like I know somebody made this, but I'm sure they yeah. made other options that they can switch to. Like This is not a good logo. It's just fine. It's fine. We all make mistakes. Fix this. I'm curious if they do fix it, if they're going to listen to the uproar and make some adjustments listen, or stick with your guns. I think most, you know, I won't say most. Sometimes companies should very much ignore social media. It's mm -hmm. not a good reflection of how most people feel. Yeah. In these kind of situations, I kind of feel like they're right. Like <laughs> I saw this and was like, "Ooh, trash! No, mm -mm, not not it, not hitting. That is not smacking at all." So I'm kind, I'm with everybody, and I hope they listen because. Yeah, look, like you want to you you want to hang on to all the fans you got in LA. <laughs> yeah, that's real. And this is this is not it. Um, all right, what's next? Uh, the Houston Rockets. Oh, it's the annual uh, trash the Rockets segment on the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. It's that time of year. It is. It is, <laughs> and I'm disappointed about it. I really like the Rockets. Um, you know, I'm a big Russell Westbrook fan. Not such a big fan of D'Antoni, but what do I know? You know, let's just keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Eventually it'll work. Um, he has said they have hit rock bottom again. <laughs> they lost four in a row to the Magic, the Knicks, Ugh. the Hornets, and the Clippers. Clippers are respectable loss. Yes, the other man. ones are not. 39 and 24 they are. James Harden is struggling. I don't know. I, I just uh, – it, it's – it's Groundhog Day with the Rockets. It's just like this is what I said. Like we do this every single year. Yep. They underachieve. They should be championship contenders, not in the conversation contenders every single year. The talent that they have, and they're just not. So I don't know. I mean, figure it out, please, please, please. I put my reputation on the line. <laughs> What's next? Baseball. All right, let me do that again. <laughs> no, no, don't. I loved it. That's it. It is just baseball. So Barry Bonds has said that uh, he's in MLB exile and it's a death sentence. Yeah. Um, he said, I know what I did out there. I know what I accomplished between those lines. It's outside those lines that I would have done some things different. He never actually said that he took steroids. You know. We don't know. But... Enough with this. Like, this, the, the fact that Barry Bonds is not in the Hall of Fame is, you know how I feel about it. It's a disgrace to the sport. It's like, crazy. It's really crazy. If you're not going to put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame, you can't include anyone from the steroid era. Why have like, a Just Hall because of fame? you haven't officially been caught doesn't mean that you didn't take it. It doesn't mean that you did take it. So just remove the era of steroids from the Hall of Fame and make it fair for everyone. But Barry, Barry Bonds is, the, uh, in my opinion, the greatest baseball player ever. Okay, so I, I don't I don't know how he's not in the Hall of Fame. To me, it just invalidates the entire Hall of Fame. Yeah. Okay, and however you feel about steroids or whatever, like fine. Okay, <laughs> I am not as crazy about it because I feel like everyone was taking it and whatever, right? Like I just don't get that crazy That's about it. That's what got me into baseball. He was awesome. Sammy Sosa, yep. Mark McGuire. Yep. All right, we all know everyone did a little bit of cheating, mm -hmm. but what they did, as he said, in between the lines is what matters. Everyone was cheating, okay? No one was cheating or everyone was cheating. That's just how it works when you have these kind of scandals. So that's 
I, I, I feel him, and I don't get the whole, like, like properness of baseball when it comes to this. It's just an endless dredge of a conversation. I know dredge is not a word, right? Is dredge? Drudge? Drudge, dredge. Dr- I say dredge, like, I imagine, like, sludge, like, yeah. climbing through sludge. Yeah. So it's dredge. I don't think dredge is a word. Can we Google it? Don't I don't think it's a word. Because I've said it before, and it sounds like a word, but maybe I don't think it's the right, right word. Hey, Siri, is dredge a word? I can't believe you have it means clean out the bed of a harbor, river, or other area of water by spooking out mud, weeds, and rubbish with a dredge. So it's in the dredge. We are in the dredge. In okay, the we dredge. are in this endless dredge. Okay, so I said it right. All right, we are in this endless dredge. Just <laughs> <laughs> have confidence. Right. To try and like figure out the situation with the great like some of the greatest players that have ever existed. And for that matter, like, you know, let Pete Rose in too, man. It's it's messed a, up. Because baseball players are different than other sports. And I'm not saying like basketball players don't love basketball. And I'm not saying football players don't love football or hockey, et cetera. But baseball players really, really love baseball. Like in a way that it is like, okay, we get it. <laughs> like because you play, and I have a theory for this, because you play baseball from the youngest age, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like you play t-ball yeah, exactly. as soon as you can walk. Like that's the first thing you do. Mm-hmm. Or maybe soccer, but like most most people don't stick with soccer because you're just following each other around in a little snake. Like you accomplish nothing, right? <laughs> you're not really like learning the sport. You're just running around chasing each other. Yeah. Might as well be playing tag. So baseball, you're like actually learning the game from Rules. a very young age. You don't yeah. play football that small. You can't play basketball that small. You don't have the motor skills yet. Yeah. So baseball, if you fall in love with baseball, you are literally a, a, basically an infant when you fall in love with the sport. You mm-hmm. play it your entire life. So you love it. It's just a part of your DNA yeah. if that's what you do. So it's so much more emotional, I think. And sense. so it, 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 it cuts you deeper. And, and honestly, I just don't get it. It's, I'm so over it. It's sad. I feel like they're not going to let these guys in until they pass away. And yeah, and that's like, and that'll that'll honestly like piss me off even more. Yeah. It's like, so you you couldn't do it while they were alive, right? Like you just wanted to prove a point. Like that's I don't know, that's yeah. messed up. All right, T, what's a T? What's the Amigos Culture Report this week? All right, so Zaya Wade uh, made her first red carpet appearance at the sixth annual Truth Awards in LA on Saturday night. She's with her father Dwayne and stepmother Gabrielle. I love how they color coordinated. I love that. It's cute. I thought that was so cute and supportive, and I thought she looked fabulous. And I really think this is an amazing story how Gabby and and Wade are supporting supporting her. And it's it's probably a lot of responsibility, you know. Like I was I was thinking about it every like obviously people are gonna say crazy, annoying, ignorant stuff on social media, but this is a child that we remember that we're talking about here, and it's not your child. Facts. Either, <laughs> not your child, um, but I just think it's a, it's amazing that not only they're supporting her, but that she wants to be out in front of it and be a, you know, a rep, have representation and put herself in the spotlight for everything that it, that she is and what she's trying to do. And uh, you know, that's really what changes things is yeah. when not only when you when you come out and say this is what I am and I'm not ashamed of it, but also you have support like. Gabby and Dwayne behind you to, you know, make sure that people are, that they're protected, you know, and, and she should be protected. So I, I thought it was great. And, and she looked fabulous. She did. Uh, I saw a moment where Dwayne gave like a little speech saying that he wasn't super informed. So like when he first got the news, he didn't really know how to respond. I think he's using this opportunity to really just show parents who have experienced this, like how to how to deal with it. Yeah. And people who haven't just to be educated on it. Everything isn't about you and how you want the world and how you see the world. It's really not about you. It's just not. Sorry, I have to be the one to tell you that. (laughs) What's next? Um. Janae Aiko's new album, her third album, Chilombo, came out a few days ago, and it is fire. A couple features are Big Sean, her, Future, Miguel, Nas, and John Legend. She got 20 amazing songs. 20? 20. I have not heard the album yet. It's so good. So I'll have to spend three days listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> you can li- I, I listened to it again yesterday. You can get through it in like an hour. Okay. Yeah. So like maybe I'll do it at the gym today. Yeah. Uh, well, good. That's exciting. She's amazing. She is. Yeah. So was she supposed to be at Coachella this year? Um, I'm not. I don't think so because I saw that she um, is doing a magic tour. 
okay. sold out, but it starts in May and it goes until like September. So, yeah, so Coachella's canceled also, right? Yeah. Well, not canceled, well, it's, it's postponed. Right, until I think October. October, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so probably won't be attending now because yeah. football season, yeah. <laughs> Not gonna happen. So that's gonna be next. So wait. So now that's gonna be in October. Are they gonna have? Are they gonna move it back to its normal time the year after? Oh, I would assume so. I would think so too. Yeah. That's a quick yeah. turnaround, no? It is. That is true. Oh. <laughs> it has like a domino effect. Right. Yeah. yeah. Six months. We people will still probably be recovering by then. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess we probably. That's probably a question a lot of people are asking. So yeah. we we'll probably find that out. But <laughs> oh, well, anyway. Um. Okay. What's next? The Black Widow final trailer dropped. Uh, this will come out April 24th, 2020. It looks really good. That's really all I can say about it. A lot of action. Yeah, Marvel Marvel doesn't really make bad movies. Yeah. The only thing I will say about this and all the trailers is a continuing theme is the really poor accent work. <laughs> <laughs> It needs so really? much Really? I think, oh, okay. It's so <laughs> half American, half Russian. And I'm so confused as to why she doesn't have a Russian accent if her entire family is, in fact, Russian. Yeah. yeah she lost it. She's been hanging out with Tony Stark. And it's such Avengers. a strong dialect um but the movie looks awesome it does. That, that's my only critique of it it's like it's like i hear it and then i'm like oh wait it's not like, no <laughs> ah, no uh, but it, i mean it looks awesome it's just it's gonna be great and yeah I'm, i mean i'm obviously going to watch it yeah i'm gonna Marvel. see it too uh, all right, another trailer? Yes. This one also comes out uh, April 24th. Uh, it's called Antebellum. And, um, I mean, they had me at Janelle Monet. I mean, I'm going to go see it because of her. Right. Um, I'm just still not sure as to what this movie is about. I'm going to think, I'm going to guess time travel, but I have no clue. Yeah, so it's based, okay, so sh it's people from modern day getting sucked back into slavery times, right? That's what it looks like. But it's what yeah. it looks like. <laughs> but then you can't. The description is like what? so generic. Yeah. So we really have no idea what's going on. It obviously it's uh, you know, get out and us. So I don't know. I'm obviously going to see it. It doesn't look like scary, scary though. It like doesn't. it looks like get out style, us uh, style, which are which are technically horror films, but not in yeah. the same, you know, sense of like Candyman. Right, right. So it's gonna make you think and get it's gonna be full of tension. And drama, but I yeah I don't know what it's about. Like I can't. Yeah, it out. I can't either. I'm I'm kind of excited to see it though. I know she's an incredible actress though. She is. I know that they're using the producers from Get Out and Us, but Jordan Peele's not a part of it. Right. Right. So uh, but, okay. Uh, finally, all right. Our girl, let's talk about the princess. <laughs> she's no longer the princess anymore, but it's okay. Right. All right. So uh, yeah. So we can't call call her princess anymore. We call her Megan. Just Megan. She's back to Meg. Oh, should we call her Eminem? Um, ooh. Actually, I'm fine with her being called Megan. I was a Megan right. Markle fan before she got with the prince. Just Suits is a great show. Um, but yeah, this is oh, this weekend. She looks great. Ah, I love it. <laughs> I saw the when she, the pictures of them in the rain. I was like, oh my God, girl. I see you with all of it. I can see your eyeshadow is popping. She's wearing the red lips now. Bronzer. Okay, yes. Yes. Okay. She's like, uh, I need this contour. Y'all doing too much. <laughs> and Joy, you know it's her extensions. I did notice these <laughs> Look, I noticed these things, okay? So it's a thing, I guess, within the royal family that you can't get, like, too done up, mm -hmm. which to me is super weird because, like, you're a princess, so... But that's the point. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I, I would get to, like, wait, where is my uh, entire Fenty line? I can't wear any of right. this. <laughs> What's the point? Um, yeah, so, like, if you can't get Princess Glam, I mean... What's the point of being a princess? Right. I mean, I guess the prince. No. It's in theory. But anyway, Harry's the bomb, and they look amazing. They and do. She looks so happy, and she's glowing, and just, I, I love how every picture, she is smiling with teeth. Right. And everyone is like, <laughs> everyone's all crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. Because she's like, I'm about to get up out of here. Oh, we're <laughs> out of here. We're out of here. And I'm telling you it was Harry's idea. Yeah. I'm convinced. I'm telling you it was Harry's idea. I already know it was Harry's idea. Come on. Like, he was like, listen, this is what we're going to do. I already told you. We're going to have this bomb-ass wedding. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get in there. We're going to go to a couple appearances. And then we up out of there. And they can yeah. be mad, but it's cool because I already got it like that. But, yeah, so this was their final this royal their, appearance. Yeah, it was. And uh, I think in the end they'll probably end up back in the fold eventually. It's yeah. kind of their, like, duty. 
But, you know, maybe they, maybe they just did this so they could change some things around there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You always need a disruptor. Harry's kind of always been about that life, as we know, over the years. So. Yeah. Very exciting stuff. Well, we'll see what happens in April because I, I know as of March 31st, they'll stop using their titles and receiving public money. So I feel like after that, it's like, right, just cut loose. I saw that pony though, girl. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much to Darnell Smith for stopping by. Make sure you go and follow him. Darnell underscore Smith 95. Call 1 800. Uh, what is that? Uh, what was that? Uh, Scruff McGruff. Scruff McGruff. Chicago, Illinois. Six zero six five two. Take a bite out of crime. Take a bite out of crime. Isn't it amazing how jingles make you remember stuff? Yeah, Such a good idea. What was the um? What was the uh? Smokey, Smokey the Bear. Uh, it wasn't a jingle, but it was like a good line. Uh, only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> <laughs> we watched so much TV when we were kids. Yeah. We were like we're raised on television, and now they're being raised on uh, smartphones. Whatever. Anyway, thanks for joining us this week. Make sure you check out all of our social media pages. Subscribe on YouTube. Maybe I'm crazy podcasts. At Maybe I'm Crazy Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and make sure you share with your friends. You can listen on the podcast apps, iHeartMedia app, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. And we'll catch you next week. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Oh.